0: What's up, Dashley fam? Welcome back to another episode of Taking Sides of Marriage Podcast. I'm Dallin, this is Ashley. hey yo! How the heck are you guys doing? We are coming at you from the RV again, and we're in Torrey, Utah, near Capitol Reef National Park. Been having so much fun, we talked a lot about it on our other podcast, Big Little Life, with the Dashleys. Go over if you want to hear more about that. But for now, we are excited to dig into some of your guys' emails You've been sending more than ever lately, and it makes us happy and excited that uh, you guys are enjoying the podcast, and just as much as we love making it. And if you hear that, the dogs are snoozing soundly mm-hmm, on mm-hmm. our floor, and they kick in the night and scratch the walls, and that's just what they do.
1: Dow Dal loves it. And I love it. Loves it.
0: Love it so much.
1: Okay. Before we get into that... <laughs> I just want to dive into questions. I have so many, and they're really good ones. This first one is from Teresa, and she says, "'Hi, Dashleys, I discovered your family vlog when COVID hit. I got back into running this spring as a social distance activity and started listening to your podcast on my runs. My question is how you handle extended family gift-giving at Christmas.' So this one's kind of amping us up for the holiday season.
0: Extended family gift giving? Oh, deciding who to give. Mm -hmm. Okay. I've heard
1: you talk about the difficulties with splitting your holidays with family. We have those challenges too, but gift giving is another layer. We have two kids and so do all my husband's siblings. We used to give gifts to everyone, but now that there are so many kids, the holiday is big and expensive. I'm also a minimalist and prefer not to get stuff just because someone felt obligated to get a gift. Two years ago, my husband and I made suggestions about doing white elephant or just buying the kids or or a secret Santa. No one could agree we ended up doing white elephant, but my husband's brother and his wife refuse to participate dun 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 come on family drama okay last year my husband's sister took charge and everyone made a list people could buy and give whatever and however they preferred my husband and i did not want any gifts and put charities on our list that were important to us um if people felt like they led to give a gift we ended up getting gifts anyways and not donations to our charities what is your stance Hmm.
0: Well, I don't.
1: I don't know if I like anybody enough to just give money to a charity instead of buying them a gift,
0: like on behalf of them yeah, or something. I
1: don't think I have enough money where I'm like, oh, sure. Like, well, I think I mean, it you takes could just away give my ten,
0: twenty bucks to the charity and their name if that's what they really yeah, want for Christmas. Yeah, but like, if Christmas. they just really don't
1: want a present, I just would rather not get them a present than give money to a charity.
0: What if that's the gift they want?
1: That's not a gift. I mean, it's not. It Who are work. you to
0: decide the gift?
1: It doesn't work that, that they way. want. I'm not opposed to giving money to charity. I'm just like if you don't want a present, I just won't give you a present.
0: What if they want that to be the present? You don't
1: get to choose. They your get present.
0: just as much. They get you just don't as much get to utility. Choose your utility from knowing that money was donated in their name to a charity as they get from owning a new possession I, from you.
1: I mean, is that i mean like that's your stance i'm just saying my stance <laughs>
0: i'm just saying
1: is i love giving money to charities i just I, i'll just do that on my own like if you don't want a present i just won't buy you a present i i don't feel so bad about not buying you a present when you say you don't want a present that i need to help myself feel better well, it sounds
0: like they just got her an actual present instead of gave to the charity well, they, they asked said to said
1: we don't want presents i'm a minimalist. So just to appease everyone, kind of, we just put our favorite charities down. But they
0: still gave presents. Right. Hmm.
1: Well, let me just say what we
0: do in my family.
1: Well, hold on. I'm still saying controversial things. Okay. If someone gives you a present that you do not want, I think it is your job to be grateful.
0: Gracious. And
1: gracious and joyful. And then after that, you have every right to throw it away or donate it. You are not obligated to keep a gift. That, that you cannot look at and feel gratitude in your heart and be joyful about it being in your house. If you're a minimalist, you can do something good with that gift. You can give it to someone else,
0: donate it. Dare I say, regift it? it. Regift it. Like I don't know who's giving gifts with all these strings attached. Like you have to use this once a week, um, or else I'm going to be mad at you.
1: every family member ever. It's
0: just. Oh, I'm. I know. I'm saying (laughs) that's. I'm. I'm saying a lot of people do that. Um, but it's just sad, and hopefully we can get to a place where we give without expectation,
1: Well and receive giver.
0: without receive gifts without feeling the need to keep the other person from feeling disappointed. Okay, what so does Julie Hanks say about that? We've I, probably said that it's not a lot your of job
1: times. to shield people from disappointment. It's something that everyone feels. And you aren't someone's scapegoat to disappointment. You're not anyone's shield. Mm-hmm. Okay, I have a minimalist mother. So I have been through this, okay? I have given my mom things that she has given to me for Christmas the next year. She loves me. She's so kind. But she just doesn't like stuff. And I finally, I mean, I'm a good gift giver. It's one of my secret talents. The, the trick to being a good gift giver is to give people things they actually want. And if they don't want stuff, don't give them stuff. So we give one for Christmas for my parents. We'll give them like a gift card to their favorite restaurant. Or I figure out a clothing store that my mom really wants clothes from, but she's very frugal and minimalist and she won't spend money on herself. So, or maybe you give them like Everyone loves an Amazon gift card. Like it's not very thoughtful, but it is thoughtful if you're really thinking about how much they don't want your stuff. Mm-hmm. My one of my favorite things to do now, because it's really hard to know what people like. Um, I like to order Uber Eats for them for my sister's birthday last year. We ordered her Chick-fil-A when her husband was deployed to the Middle East. I Uber Eats her. Is that a phrase? I Uber Eats her.
0: Uber ate her
1: or Grubhubbed, I found, like, a local bakery and I sent her, like, bakeries are so cheap. Also, for the record, like, donuts, you can send someone, like, 30 donuts for not that much money. And it's just, like, overwhelming how joyful they are to receive People love food. buckets of pastries or donuts or pizza delivered to their door. I would just say, okay, so that's my one thing, giving to minimalists. So be that person. If no one respects that you don't want crap and stuff, some people love stuff. Some people are really good at giving you stuff that you actually like. Other people are terrible at that. But they love you. Just feel free in your heart to not keep it in your house. Um, As far as
0: the whole... You are f- not under any obligation... I mean, I know that I get joy from seeing people actually use the gift I gave them. But it's not like... If they don't, it makes me kind of feel bad. Like, did I give a bad gift?
1: Well, probably. Did I? Because you weren't thinking... You gave them something. Dallin once gave me a foot massager for under the desk. And I asked.
0: You love foot massages. I have
1: never used it. I thought that
0: was thoughtful. I've used it.
1: Dallin, I opened it and Dallin was like, and you can put it here? And (laughs) I thought you would really
0: like that. I I really was thinking about you because you love foot massages. But
1: the problem gift givers have is they think people like the things that they like.
0: That's the problem with humanity as a whole. Or that other people should do things the way they do things.
1: A good gift giver gives gifts that they think the other person will like. And it's unattached. And they have no, like, it doesn't matter whether or not they like it or not. Like, the giver, it doesn't matter if the giver thinks it's a great gift or not. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: I wasn't really following you there. You got deep into pronouns.
1: So, a gift giver... A good gift giver does not think about what they like, what the gift giver likes. They only think Unless about. Unless you're
0: married to them and you get to use it right. a lot. Right,
1: and then you can do that. And that's one of the perks of marriage. <laughs>
0: right. I got myself for Secret Santa, Kevin.
1: Sometimes I for I got my myself
0: per- a foot bath. <laughs>
1: like, Dallin likes to give me his old phone for my birthday so that See? he can get a new phone also for my <laughs> birthday. That's
0: not happened before, okay?
1: Um, okay. Her other thing goes into the whole extended family exchanges gifts.
0: We do draw a name. Only everybody only buys one gift for the family member that they drew a name for. Sometimes I guess brothers draw names for no couples, draw names for couples now. Cause I have three brothers and we're all married. So it's one couple cause well, my
1: family does the same thing. So it's like, it comes out to be a good amount of gifts dylan and i
0: and do and do each of the grandkids draw a name for another grandkid too so it's like you just draw you just buy two presents
1: i don't hate that i just think it's like extra work for me because like if my baby draws someone else's name it's like i think it's fun i know dylan's way more sentimental i'm just like (laughs) poop
0: yes scrooge
1: um when we first got married though i think your family did that for the first year and it was kind of stressful because we were really poor we had a good idea. We got all of the the cousins because we were supposed to buy every cousin a present, which is fine and great. We just, I, we like Did really we do
0: every cousin the first year Yeah,
1: we were. And I was like, we can't afford that. And I was stressing so much, like, because we couldn't afford to spend like 20 bucks on every kid. Mm-hmm. Um, We bought king size candy bars for every cousin. And I don't, I don't, their parents probably didn't love it, but the kids the thought kids it was bomb. It. They're like, oh, all right. And it was a very cost effective way of doing that.
0: I think that it, you shouldn't have any problems speaking up if it's really a financial burden on you which it commonly is. But if
1: you don't want to the king size candy bar always wins.
0: No, and because we've been, we've been there, I mean still I wouldn't feel comfortable spending 20 bucks on all of the nieces and nephews even though we're making a little bit more than we did in college. Like it's a lot. Well, it wouldn't so, it wouldn't be like, something
1: where we were like we won't be able to like hit financial goals if we do that.
0: I'm just saying that's like, that's a lot. And it's just because it's, we're celebrating Christmas doesn't mean you have to go blow a ton of money on everybody. There's more thoughtful ways than just spending a bunch of money for other people. So if like, this is really a tradition that's really not working out for you, like financially, like be like speak. I wouldn't feel bad at all speaking up saying, you know what, let's draw names or something, or let's, let's do, um, what, what are, what are some other things? Like acts of let's all go out as a family it's scary
1: to say that so i would almost urge you if i were like i'm talking to myself i'd be like find a frugal way jordan page she does this she did a video on it last year where she goes to costco and costco has like for like twelve dollars you can get those little chocolate popcorn pouches but you get like twelve chocolate popcorn pouches they look really cute and nice she does them for teacher appreciation but like i would have loved that as a six-year-old mm-hmm. i don't think you have to be expensive anything yeah so i don't know
0: so uh hopefully that answers your question we draw names and it's really nice everybody just has one gift to give
1: but even that like it can get really expensive because it, like we have we draw names well, for the and couples gift and them. Them. it's on both sides like, it's, it's usually well,
0: like a 20 dollars limit
1: no yeah but it's just yeah, I'm just saying, like, that can even get expensive. So, there, you, you can be really creative about, like, frugal things. Like, just for our family, we draw, like, you and your brothers each draw a name, and then we all get some, like, we also then get something for our parents, and then the kids on your side have a kid's cousin gift exchange, and then the kids on my side, I don't think my, my kids do, so it's just couples on my side and then parents. It can get really expensive, but mm-hmm. I, I know... Follow. Go look up Jordan Page. I don't know if it's a money issue. She has a lot of really good ideas around Christmas. Yeah, that's Christmas. what Jordan
0: Page is all about. Um,
1: fun cheaper free.
0: Fun cheaper free. Yep, that's her.
1: Um, King size candy bars are all like even if you gave someone two Symphony bars, that would make their day.
0: Or or like a fun candy like Pez. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, George loves the Pez dispensers. Yep. Yeah. Just go to a gas station and like the, the like the. <laughs> Thing right in front of the ch- the cashier has our kids immediately our kids run there. Love that aisle.
0: Anything that involves a small toy with candy in it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Makes oh. Eating the candy an experience like fun it Thinks
1: their parents won't buy them.
0: Yeah. We are supported by BetterHelp. You guys hear us talk all the time about how much a therapist helped us, both individually and as a couple. We recommend going to BetterHelp.com, where they will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. It is so easy. It's all online. It is private. It is convenient. And you can start communicating in under 24 hours. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling. They will match you with a counselor specific to your needs. Things such as depression, stress, anxiety, Relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief, self-esteem. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. Everything you share is confidential, it is professional, and it's affordable, especially for you guys, listeners of Taking Sides the Marriage podcast, because we got you a 10% off code for your first month. Just go to betterhelp.com slash taking sides, and you can join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash taking sides for 10% off your first month of professional counseling. Okay,
1: next question. Okay, this one is, oh no, so Teresa, yeah, Teresa had another thing. She had a funny grandpa saying um, and it kind of reminded me of my grandpa. Your grandpa I know has a lot of sayings. Give us some of your grandpa's no remember, tv while the sun's shining was it his like was it his 80th birthday or was it a, a a wedding anniversary like all of you and your cousins got up and we're sharing all of the grandpa doyle that we uh-huh. have all heard what are they tell me
0: no tv while the sun's shining cleanliness level of your room is a, is a is a representative of how your life is going
1: Right now we're trashy, trashy, trashy. <laughs> we're trashy.
0: just trashy piggy people right now, <laughs> dirty people. Dirty. Uh, we marry you marry who you date. Um. Not
1: if you do, the Netflix show. Um, date. Married at first sight. Married at first sight. There you or go. The you one literally where just marry
0: who the, somebody else picks for you. The one
1: you. with people from India, where the woman has a book.
0: Matchmaker. Or yeah. Something?
1: Use a matchmaker
0: there you go. There you
1: go.
0: Circumvent that advice, Take Grandpa. That grandpa
1: Doyle. Take that. <laughs>
0: all right. What's any next?
1: does he have any others? My grandpa doesn't have any like sage advice. Well, I'm sure he he does, but like sayings. He goes more for the funny route and he'll just we'll all be talking and he'll be like, "Well, that reminds me of something I heard when I was young." And then he just kind of looks around and then walks away.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he just cuts it. Wait, what did you hear when you were young? (laughs) He's like, what?
1: Or he'll be like, my dad once said. And then he'll just keep start eating his food. (laughs) It's funny. Okay. What does
0: her grandpa say?
1: Her grandpa says, so she says, so my grandpa is saying is actually something my father says to my kids and the cousins. They range in age from 17 to 25. And whenever they are talking about going out with friends and he hears them, he yells out, if you can't be good, be safe. And they all just laugh hysterically.
0: If you can't be good, be safe? Like... <laughs> okay. Like, don't get arrested. Or... Or I, don't get caught.
1: Right. Or use protection.
0: Or use protection.
1: I don't know where he's going with it. All good All good avenues. Either,
0: neither, or both.
1: Okay. Our next write-in, I titled it, How to Shut the Door.
0: Did you, What was her subject line? Or his?
1: They didn't have one. So no I just subject made one line. Up.
0: Okay. How okay. to Shut the Door?
1: It's one of those little nags at you issues
0: wait till you get an rv because every time you shut it you have to slam it
1: no it's like how like how i'm always like do you ever flush the toilet
0: oh okay
1: and you're like i always do and i'm like one of those little fights okay, okay. so theirs is called um how to shut the door and she says this is hallie she says my husband and i grew up very differently in the households when i and i didn't know this was an issue like, I've never thought about this.
0: What's the issue?
1: She says... When What's the issue, dear? She says, when I close a door in the bathroom, for example, I turn the knob, shut the door, and then release the knob.
0: Mm, that's okay. what I do.
1: Do you do that? Yeah. You really do that? You don't just push it and hear the click?
0: Um, more often than not, I will twist the knob.
1: That's probably why you don't flush the toilet, because you're focusing so much.
0: No. <laughs> <on> what the <laughs> heck? I flush the toilet. No. Maybe sometimes I don't. It's not like a 100% thing, but I usually George do. George
1: doesn't either now.
0: <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> he always job. looks forward to flushing the toilet.
1: Listen, I've said but it I don't know where I you've can, been. I don't know how to... I, it is out of my understanding on how to teach a man-child how to use the bathroom.
0: I'm a man-child?
1: No, George.
0: Oh, okay. And
1: that's your job, but I need you to teach him to flush the toilet.
0: I do. Also,
1: I resent the fact that you are allowing him to stand up to pee.
0: Well, have get you, used to it, because that's what watched men do.
1: Have that kid pee standing up? He's
0: great. you got to learn to wipe the seat. That's just part of learning how to be a man. He's not You grew right. up in a house with all sisters. No. And that's just sisters sit down. Boys stand up We will always no, stand up To pee I, I will. I will also train him On how to hit the side Of the bowl perfectly So it just well, Whooshes on, on down that. In there So it doesn't splash But he's just not At that age yet well, I It's just a miracle it. Whenever he's he pees not, In the toilet At this He
1: smiles age. And like Paints the toilet
0: Well sometimes we do that too
1: it's not just a wipe the seat situation <laughs> it's a wipe the wall situation
0: yeah well that's part of the fun of being no, a boy you
1: guys can write in on this but i am a- you
0: make bubbles you have sword fights if you're both peeing at the same time it's just what no. you do
1: <laughs> okay you guys can write in I-, I
0: just feel bad for women because peeing as a man is a lot more fun well, you can write in cursive in the snow you just do so many things okay and I, I i I rest my case. Well, I
1: have the. Incru- I
0: arrest my case. You
1: may be able to pee in cursive, but I can hold it for way longer than you can hold it.
0: Well, that's just torture. I hate holding it. No,
1: that's what I'm saying. It's I not go the torture. second
0: I feel an urge. Literally. I will stop anything to go pee.
1: <laughs> um, you guys can write in about this. I think it there's no big thing in having George sit until he's old enough not to paint.
0: I think that you're stripping away his manhood.
1: There's so much pee everywhere. No, there's not. You don't I, you don't look.
0: It's just a mark of boyhood to stand up and pee with pride.
1: I have him all off day of rocks. While you're working in the off basement. of
0: cliffs, off of porches. I'm fine outside. You pee off stuff.
1: In the house, I think he should sit until that, he's older.
0: That is just a, a that's that's boyhood right there, peeing off stuff. Okay, well, it's good. And also, Whoa. the other side of that coin, is learning to wipe the seat.
1: It's not just the seat, Dylan.
0: And the walls it's and the top the of the stainless, stainless steel. Hey, I don't put. I didn't put that there. Do you even read those? We're yes, just on our phones. Yes, it's my plant book. You just watch your phone all the no, time I in the don't.
1: Do you, you do that.
0: You. Are, I read oh, my plant book. Do you actually book. still read those, or do they just sit there and collect piece splittles
1: from George? Peace splashes. And you. And probably not me. <laughs>
0: that's um, how we were we were ordained by our creators it's not our fault that we splash a little bit when we it's
1: not a splash issue
0: what is this email even about
1: it's not a splash issue
0: oh she closes the door by turn. yeah that's what i do unless i mean i just i'm not one to just slam doors no sometimes okay 60% she says my
1: husband on the other hand literally just swings the door and lets it shut on its own I just pull it shut, but I'm not turning any knobs.
0: Maybe it is since we've had children in our house where I'm always, like, walking on eggshells to not wake up any napping baby. Yeah, that's
1: when you stopped flushing the toilet.
0: Maybe. See, it's deep in my psyche to not make much noise. It
1: gets stinky when you don't flush. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You think that's so funny?
0: (laughs) But I also, I am like this friend here who twists the knob... And then closes it quietly, and then twists the knob back. Sometimes
1: I just—I'll hold I'll probably it.
0: be more aware of it now.
1: I didn't. I thought everyone did it like me. The problem with America. What do you do? I just hold the doorknob, and then I pull it. I don't slam yeah, it. Yeah,
0: you slam doors hard. No, I don't. You sw- do. I
1: don't swing it. You in. close them hard. Well, I'm, who am I keeping? No one wakes up me. And, well, at the drop of a feather would wake you up.
0: Not for long. I'm about to start some CBD. <laughs> for sleep
1: good i hope you do i'm excited the dogs will sneeze and i'll hear down and go Shh, stop it yeah dash is afraid to sneeze at night good he also sneezes an incredible amount so
0: and lick themselves and shake man it's stressful i've become a worse sleeper in my old age of 29 am i 29 or 30? You're am 29 I 20, cause 29. 30 you're 29 because i'm 30 29 yeah, I'm 29. Get ready and for And I'm 30. getting worse at it's, sleep.
1: It's a great year. Is it? Mm-hmm.
0: A lot of stuff has happened. All right. So, anyways, was that the gist of her email?
1: That was the gist of it.
0: Okay. I I think that if you're home alone, slam the door, baby. It's
1: not... No, I don't think he's slamming it. He just... Just closing swings it. Swings it shut. Like how my mom shuts the door.
0: <laughs> for real? Gosh. Okay. Yeah, um, I guess it depends on if there are babies sleeping, if you just don't no, want to No, just disturb normal by the people life, you live in, the in house. you live
1: in your own personal castle
0: By yourself?
1: Yeah, how do you Slam sh- doors as you no, please No, how do you shut, you shut it by turning it? Did you always do that? Dallin didn't start only shutting when doors other people, until I started it's making it's only shut when the there's door. other
0: people, I rarely shut the bathroom door still
1: <laughs> It's just like an open, and But. Just,
0: it's just if there's other people in the house, I don't like to leave a trace that's of where you, I'm going. That's when you dole out Usually, most of
1: your fatherly wisdom. Yeah. Come, children.
0: Come. And another thing as I'm peeing. <laughs> no, but it's an, like also just being quiet if there are people in the house because I don't want them to know that Dallin has just entered the bathroom. You know, I'm that's quiet about it. <laughs> until i just fart really loud or pee and in the splashing noise alerts everybody that dalen is indeed in the bathroom but at least they were fooled for a few seconds when i snuck in there no, and closed the door that's quietly my
1: favorite thing about our house we have a basement bathroom and a, our master bath is deep in the back of our house so it's not like when guests come over and you go bath like
0: can you hear me pee from the kitchen
1: if you pee in the the guest bathroom i can yeah. but not if you're in the master Mm-hmm.
0: yeah unless i have my aim game on and i aim to the side of the bowl where it just runs don't teach neatly. George that
1: teach him to go right in the middle
0: do you want splishy splashies or not i
1: don't care about splishy splashies i care about completely aiming out of the toilet
0: it really is an art though when it just right. doesn't, no, doesn't that's ricochet like shade at all teach
1: him that when he turns eight as a coming of age ceremony
0: <laughs> i will now teach you where to aim when before you pee that into i want it right ground. in the middle. Okay.
1: Okay. So Is
0: this the conversation you guys were expecting from us today in this podcast? Probably not. Because you're getting it.
1: Okay. You ready? Mm-hmm. This one's titled "Dreams That Come True," but now she's dreaming of a guy. I titled that one too. Oh,
0: you're good at I'm this. Good at that. So okay. wait Did she used to dream about girls, oh. or what?
1: No, she has dreams that come true. So now she's dreaming about this guy she knows, and she wonders. Oh,
0: so she's a dreamer. Yeah. Okay.
1: I'll read it to you.
0: So she's having a dream about a guy that she hasn't physically met yet.
1: No, she ha I think she has met him. Okay. Okay. So she says, first, a weird food combination. Get your judge hat on. I'm ready. Okay. My dad loves avocado slices sliced in half with a dollop of Miracle Whip on top.
0: Gross. Don't.
1: <laughs> Dylan's doing the thumbs down.
0: I judge you as weird. Don't do that. That's her dad. It's too many fats and oils in one (laughs) bite.
1: How many ways can you eat an... You could get the avocado oil mayo. Except he uses Miracle Whip, which is different. I think that's better than mayo. Uh,
0: Wait, he uses Miracle Whip? Yeah. On his avocados? You said mayo.
1: No, I said Miracle Whip, not mayo. Maybe I said mayo. I don't know. She says she can't do it, but he loves it. That's one of those, like, depression-era snacks. It's like a
0: bland food with another bland food, then they're both mushy.
1: I feel like most, like...
0: You need you need textures and you need you need differences to round out the round out the you know
1: I don't know this, people, the me-
0: the medley of pe- the of the food
1: people who I know who grew up kind of around the depression time like grandparents great grandparents they all have weird depression era snacks I as I eating, call them
0: I love eating my like, bread with my wood dipped in my water
1: no like that like av- <laughs> like putting mayo on something where it shouldn't be. Or like my... Mayo with carrots and raisins. I don't know a young person, like a person my age, who will eat a tomato plain. Like just eat it like an apple. Every older person I know eats tomatoes like apples. And I blame the depression. I think they just had no other choice. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Anyways, I call them depression era snacks.
0: Depression snacks. Or depressing snacks. That's what I call them.
1: Okay, so let me give a bit of context. She talks a lot about missions in this email. And I'm assuming she's talking about like in LDS Mormon culture, people um, put in their mission papers, which, which essentially means they let the church know that they want to serve a mission for the church. And then the church decides where they go. And it's a big thing in Mormon culture to guess where they're going. They could be sent anywhere in the world. And there's a big reveal where people open up their letter that reveals where they're going
0: boise idaho
1: it's from a Mormon movie. Okay. So she says, let me give you a bit of a background. I have been blessed with this gift slash burden of basically having dreams about certain things before they happen. I know it sounds weird, but hear me out. I have dreams about mission calls and that is probably the most useless gift because they literally find out a few weeks or days after I had the dream. I mean, it did get me a few candy bars in high school when we played the guess where they're going on a mission game. But other than that, it seems so useless. I knew where my sister was going, my cousin another cousin two friends and a few random senior senior missionaries i barely knew when i was 6 years old i had a dream about my grandma dying the same night she died i didn't know that when i told my mom that that the next morning after which she told me that she had died I had a similar dream when my other grandma four years after that with my uncle and a few other people who have died in my life I've had dreams about pregnancies even to the point where some of them I knew the baby's gender and whether or not they'd be born with hair missions deaths pregnancies and a few other random events don't get me wrong I have normal people dreams too but some of the dreams I mentioned above were so specific or full of symbols that because the amount of them That I have had, they don't seem like coincidences.
0: I only have normal people dreams.
1: I just have dreams that people are killing me or my teeth are falling out. That's the extent. I don't know how to explain it or understand it, but hopefully you can understand what I'm saying. I know it sounds weird, but I don't know how else to explain it. So hopefully it doesn't come off too weird. Recently, okay, for the last six-ish months, I keep having dreams about this guy I knew when we were kids. He was my friend's older brother, so I didn't know him that well. Anyway, I I haven't seen him in over ten years and randomly started having these dreams about him that won't go away. I've had dreams about us dating, being married, and my parents have even brought him and his family up in conversations a few times. A few weeks ago, my mom even said, you should look up blank. It's like, what the dash... It's like what the Dashley, she meant the Dashley said, first you be, become friends and hang out as friends and then see where it goes from there because she knew that he was also in the city I am in. Um, I had just showed her a few of your podcasts. Anyways, should I look him up? That isn't my personality. I would have no idea how to go about that. I don't know how to hang out or catch up with people. We barely even know each other, but for some reason I can't get him out of my head. Is this weird? Is it a prompting? Am I just overthinking this or should I do something about it? If so what? I don't have many friends or family to talk about with this and I would love to hear your advice.
0: Well, going off your track record, I wouldn't I wouldn't hesitate to reach out to him. I wouldn't overthink promptings. I've done that my whole life and realized that like God is in my heart and I am a good person naturally. Like and so if you're going to do good things that a good person would do, like that is from God. You know, that's how I how I interpret it now. So go be yourself and reach out to him. And if it really is meant to be, he'll probably feel the vibes himself and say yes. Or, or maybe, I don't know, you can also just like define your own destiny and your own life and make something happen. And even if he says no, the first few times be, be persistent and creative and fun and get him to go on a date with you and see if this really works i mean it sounds like you've had more than a few of these to uh more a few of these dreams that have actually come true to make it seem like you have a spiritual gift which i don't think is weird or crazy at all it's i think it's beautiful and you should try it it might be fun you know what if he's having the same similar dreams or whatever and you guys have this really cool story of how you met and if not Just write it off as the brain doing what the brain does and it's no big deal and I wouldn't think too much into it or think that you did something wrong or you didn't approach him the right way. Just, I would say, be lighthearted and fun about it because life is short and you'll always be wondering what if, if you don't try. So just freaking reach out to him. John Mayer says, life's too short to keep playing the game. Just text him and say, I'm coming over. That's what John Mayer says live at a concert one time. He's like, have you been thinking about this person? Just, just get out your phone and text them tonight when you're at home alone. Just text them and say, I'm coming over and just go over there. I love that. It's always stuck with me. Freaking love John Mayer.
1: Okay. I have so much. This excites me a lot i watched long island medium religiously on tlc
0: long island medium
1: she was like a psychic and i never really believed in mediums or medium i like better than the word psychic but i think they're real i think she's legit okay and you sound like you might have kind of like a medium like gift right i don't i don't know what that's like i literally always what did i get? I guessed a murder mystery right once and that's my claim to fame. And everything else, I'm just like... I I thought George was a girl and James was a boy. So, like... I even had a dream about holding George. And it was like... It was a baby girl. And I thought it was like a medium dream. Mm-hmm. He was a boy.
0: Brains... Brains are, are crazy.
1: So, I don't think I have that gift. But it seems like... You have a bit of a track record. Um... So why not just go for it? I wouldn't say I'm coming over. I would just text him and be totally chill and be like. Especially
0: if you haven't talked to him in ten years, John Mayer was probably referring to. If you're good friends with somebody that you want to take it to the next level, just freaking go for it. I mean, might be a little weird if it's this guy you haven't talked to in ten years.
1: You guys were friends once, so you you already have a connection and strike up a conversation. Just be like, hey, I was thinking about.
0: I was thinking about you. Do you have an old joke or, or an inside joke or a funny memory that like just came across you guys your head? to do.
1: I was thinking about how we did XYZ when we were kids.
0: That was so funny. How the heck are you doing? Where are you, I where are you to living you now?
1: Like we should catch What's up, up, up one man? day.
0: Are you in town?
1: And just see what happens. Like it's a text. The worst that could happen is he's like, I don't want to talk to you. I think you're the weirdest person in the world. Please stop <laughs> texting me. Like that's the worst yeah. situation. Medium situation, he's, he's just kind of, like, noncommittal. Best situation, he's just like, yeah, totally. Love to hang out.
0: Basically, what I, Ash and I are saying is if we were in the dating scene again, we would probably be a lot less fearful and a lot more just putting ourselves out there, not afraid of, I don't know, well, of rejection as, as we were when we were single.
1: You don't have to start it out being like, I think I'm going to marry you. Just... Your friends. Friends do things together. Just be like, I want to be his friend. two
0: humans having fun.
1: We used to be friends. I want... Like, I still care for this guy as a friend. Let's do a friend thing. Like, invite him to do something with you and other friends. Do you have any other mutual friends? Like, hey, I'm getting together with this person. Thought of you. Like, we used to hang out all the time. Come get Froyo. I I don't know if getting Froyo is still a thing, but everyone loves froyo just saying and what
0: are the kids doing these days
1: go to Chili's. let's go
0: make some tiktoks together is that what they do
1: i don't know okay well we
0: went went to byu campus and i was like what are these people wearing
1: they look like um like vagabonds from the 20s
0: i know they all have mustaches
1: (laughs) they're just (laughs) rebelling against a dress code it was either
0: byu or or the new generation that that we are past
1: i don't know so i don't know if that's great advice i'm i totally think it could be legit i mean i don't know i can't really relate to that
0: i would say just don't hesitate at all to reach out and just strike up a conversation with an old friend no big deal in it at all and have fun probably don't start it off with saying i've been dreaming about
1: you aim for friendship but then reach once you hit friendship for a relationship, you, if you even want to, maybe he's totally weird now. Or, know. Yeah, you know, maybe. Like maybe it's not a compatible thing.
0: Because you're going for win-win, not like trying to put your... It's just, it's win-win. You know? No big deal. No big deal. You might not be
1: the one for him. He might not be the one for you. In the words of Grandmother Willow, listen to your heart, child. <laughs> <laughs> I see ships. (laughs) Listen to your heart. (laughs) That's when she sees the boats. Okay. What a
0: great note to end it on, Ash. This has been fun. We should podcast late at night more often.
1: Delirious. Yeah. It's 11 o'clock here. What am I doing?
0: Let's go to bed. Okay, see you guys.